0: What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud out, what do you got?
1: All right, ladies and gents. Okay, ladies, if you're still looking to treat yourself and men, if you are still looking for something to give your lady or a special lady in your life... Well, look, no further. I actually came across a Women Empowerment Expo that's happening next year. It's all about entrepreneurship and just kind of building up ladies. And I love that. You guys know I love that stuff. So if you guys are interested, it goes down in L.A. on Burbank at the Burbank Marriott Convention Center, Saturday, January 29th. 2022. So there's like about a month, two months from now. Okay. And if you guys want to buy tickets, you can buy tickets at the weexpo22.com, the weexpo22.com. Their mission is all about empowering women and making sure we are pretty much empowering each other. So I love that.
0: And in Burbank, no you said, right?
1: Correct. So Marriott Convention Center in Burbank, Saturday, January 29th. And you can buy the tickets at the, the oh my God, I can't speak, the weexpo22.com.
0: Okay. Awesome. That sounds cool.
1: Lindsay, let's go. <laughs> I'm in. Let's <laughs> do
0: it. Yeah, you guys should go. Sounds mm-hmm.
2: like the weekend of like the AFC and NFC championship games.
3: Oh, then maybe
0: not. What is it? What is it again? I'm not positive. January 29th. Yeah, it just
2: kind of sounds. Yeah, like I think the, it is. Yeah, it sounds like the AFC and it's NFC one championship day. game weekend.
0: Yeah, no, it's, but the, the games
2: are all day. <laughs> I know. Well, but, it know. may not be. I mean, you might have both games on the Sunday, so maybe you get that Saturday off.
1: You know yeah, what we do true. though? You you kind of sneak in the phone. Can you just do stuff? No,
0: no. Yeah, and it's not I'm, like the Browns are going to be there. So what do you know
1: care? You know what, Sedano? He- <laughs> I had
3: enough out of you in regards to my Browns. Okay.
0: I mean, they're just not good.
3: I know. Hurt. I never said they weren't, but you don't need to rub salt in the wound.
0: Okay, sorry.
3: Stuff. Tough, tough subject. You know, tough Monday after a brutal loss last night. Yeah, it was yeah. a big, it was a big loss. I
0: mean, you had four really interceptions rough, yeah. on the other side. I still couldn't win a damn yeah, game. It's pretty bad. I the We Kevin's Expo still- twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We Expo twenty-two. <laughs> Yes.
2: Kevin Stefanski should give up those play calling duties, man. It's <laughs> yeah, like one should. of those coaches who just, you know, you're a young coach and you just can't, you know, you can't not be in control of everything. And then then it comes down to Jarvis Landry trying to throw the ball rather than trying to run the ball or catch the ball. Stupid play. I, anybody watch that game
3: or was that the only person
2: in America I watched it. No, I
0: turned it off after that Jarvis Landry. Listen, so, that, that was so.
3: one of the craziest, weirdest, most bizarre games ever. And like yeah. you said, like, the, it's like the Ravens were just like, here, Take the game. We're going to give you the game. Just take it. This is our gift to you. And then the Browns are like, nah, we're good. Thanks. Yeah, we don't want that's,
1: your gift. Yeah. <laughs> that's,
2: kind of, that's, that's kind of how the Lakers are. You know, the Lakers did the okay, same see, thing. Okay, see, now night you took it too far. No, no, it's you true. Took the, it the Lakers are like, hey, we have a 19 point lead. You know, are you guys enjoying your stay here in LA? They're like, not really, because we're getting our butts kicked. Like, you know what, why don't we let you guys back in the
0: game
1: and maybe give mm. you a chance to win it at the end.
0: Here. They did let them get back in the game, which was stunning, I thought.
1: The guys are just, like, pouring it in, How Lindsey? Just pouring it in. Right. It, was, it, it Listen,
0: this Lakers team is very <laughs> mediocre bad. right now. Is it very fair to say? I don't think that's unfair to say. No, you guys
2: are not wrong. It just hurts, you know? I need him to go on a winning streak here. I need him to win five games at Sacramento, against the Clippers, Hold on, against Boston, at, at Memphis, on. and mm. then at Oklahoma City. I need him to win five Well, look, the games. Memphis
0: game is a lot easier now. Um, because no John ja Moran, mm-hmm. he's out. So there's that. Let me see. Who else do you have? Who do they At have? At
2: Sacramento. That's coming so, up tomorrow.
0: Right. Cause they've then, played one, two, three, four games. Right. And they're two and two. So right. Sacramento. Oh, the Clippers.
2: Mm. This Friday, they got the Clippers. Cap, just mm. buy the bottle already. Well, I've already bought the bottle <laughs> okay, under good. the assumption that I'm going to lose. <laughs> okay. You know? I mean,
0: listen. <laughs> You, that you've got a no, you've got a good shot because they should beat Sacramento after what happened to them the other day. Said okay? but you they you have know. any heart at all? The Clippers know? is really the only tough game, I guess. Boston sort of, but because they beat them down the other day, but I, they should be able to beat Boston. They shouldn't lose both games to Boston. When I um, said and then they've... Memphis without Ja, you know, like that's a winnable game. Oklahoma City, they've already lost them twice. They're not going to lose them they again. Can, <laughs> come on,
2: they can't. They cannot. But when I said that the Lakers would win
0: seven, you have of a their shot, Cab. You should be. I should be. I have your body. Came is right there, sitting there in the room next door to me.
2: Okay, I, I but I but I didn't expect them to lose to the Knicks. I I didn't expect them to lose to the Kings. Oh, so I really? Because
0: thought... I thought they would lose to the Knicks for sure. Well, I thought they would lose to the Knicks. You didn't think they were going to lose to the Kings at home, did you? No, but I thought they'd lose to Indiana too, um, and they almost did. So I mean, it's you know, so I I knew I had I had two in the bag early in the in this thing. I felt like.
2: I feel like the games that I looked at were the Clippers and the Celtics, and I was like, okay, they're gonna win seven of their next nine, Sedano. and I've, I've actually replayed that in my head a bunch of times. I'm like, what kind of an idiot am I? Why didn't I I could have easily gotten five of the last nine. You still would have made the bet with me, you know?
0: But no, I, at I five I probably wouldn't have because again, I saw who's on the schedule. You have Sacramento and Detroit twice, you know, like Sacramento twice, Detroit. Come on. I mean I still bad feel like I could
2: have there. gotten six rather than seven out of you. You know, they win six of their next nine. You maybe. Still I would have thought back. long and
0: hard about it. But when you said seven, I'm like, oh, they're still on the road. No, forget it. They, they still got two on the road. They're not going to win both those games. So I had, at least had one in the bag, maybe two.
2: Yeah, I believed after that first Detroit game, this was going to be the moment that was going to make the this group. Well, <laughs> I thought it was going to take a group of individuals and yeah. turn them into a team. Yeah. And that and in my opinion, that still has not happened.
0: Yeah. That Clipper game is going gonna, is gonna to loom large, I feel like.
2: It may be. It may indeed. All right. So you were saying you wanted to talk about the
0: Raiders, the Chargers. I'm curious to hear what you want to talk about because. Listen, I have like Raider fan friends who are like, you see, you counted them out. I heard you on the radio saying they're done. They stink. They're toast. They're not toast. They're still in it. And I'm like, man, you guys are just falling for this like banana in the tailpipe again, just like in, you know, Beverly Hills Cop.
2: You mean you're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe? No, brother. You got to loosen up. Yo, man,
0: I ain't falling for no banana in the tailpipe. Uh, like, it, it really is that, dude. Like, you guys fall for the same okie doke every damn time, it feels like. This team is just, like, average to above average. That's what they are. That that may be true,
2: um, and it probably is true. However, here's the good news if you're a Raider fan. When you look at the AFC West, Denver beating the Chargers yesterday was probably unexpected by oh, most. Oh, yeah,
0: for sure. Although I did pick them, uh, well... I bet them is what I would I should say. Really, I did. I bet Denver. I thought that was. I actually went three and zero yesterday. I'll tell you the games. I picked the Giants. I picked Denver. Hold on, it's on my app. Give me a second. Okay. Um, well, while you're looking
2: that up, let me just say something. Yeah. The Raiders are now six and five. Mm-hmm. The Broncos beating the Chargers are now six and five. Mm-hmm. The Chargers falling to the Broncos now makes them six and five, mm-hmm. and Kansas City is seven and four. Mm-hmm. Now. I would think that most people would look at Kansas City and go, yeah, they've only got a one-game advantage over the other three teams in the AFC West, but Mm -hmm. I probably consider them much, much better than the other three teams. The Raiders beating the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day in Dallas, if you're a Raider fan, that is a win that makes you believe that the Raiders are not going away quietly. With all the controversy and getting rid of their first-round draft choices because of gun-wielding threats, and obviously the terrible car accident, having their coach resign in the middle of the season with all these racist uh, emails that were sent and, and were you know outed to the media. This Most teams crumble with all of this.
0: The Raiders, to their credit, are not. No, no, I I'm, I, I don't disagree with any of that. I just don't think they're that good. They're probably not that good, but here's the issue. Yeah. Who's good? Oh, no, that's a great question. I don't know if we know who's good. So I'm with you on that. I don't know if we know who's – like, here's the thing. I Actually, we do know certain teams are good. Like, I think um, – so the AFC, I, yeah. I think the Chiefs have started to write the ship here. They've okay. won four right. in a row, right? Okay. i like, buy they're that. Good. Okay. They're good. Okay, they're good. Um, so the
2: Chiefs are good. How about the Ravens? Are the Ravens good?
0: They're They're good-ish is what I would say. <laughs> Um, I think they're goodish. Okay? They have the
3: best record in the in the division. Or in the... I, I get it, right. but
0: they're they've won by the skin of their teeth on a bu- in a bunch of these games. Okay, okay.
3: Is, let me ask you this: Is New England good?
0: I'm trending to their good. Yes, I, actually, you know what? You got a plus 146 point differential, man. You're good, right? Okay. Like,
2: no. Buffalo now is good.
0: Okay, just real
2: quick, New England has beaten this in, in their winning streak: Jets, Chargers in SoFi, impressive win at Carolina. Yeah. The Browns, where they destroyed the Browns forty-five to seven. Right. Um, they beat the Falcons, who aren't good, and they right. did beat the Titans. Which
0: there's three I, teams there that are playoff teams. Okay, so right. So
2: so so New England is a team that you
0: might look at now and go, yeah, they're they're pretty good. Yeah, think Buffalo they're, think they're good? is good. Okay, I know they had a little losing streak before this, but they're good. How about Cincinnati? Um, Cincinnati, good. Th- they're on the cusp of good. Yes, Kay. they're on the How cusp about- of good.
2: Okay, so if, you're not, if you don't think the Raiders are very good, and give them credit, through 11 games, they're 6-5, and five, and you probably don't think the Broncos are very good, but give them credit, too, because let me tell you something. Without Vaughn Miller, their defense yesterday annihilated the Charger offensive line and passing. Annihilated. Game. Crushed. Phenomenal. Yeah. Do you think the Chargers are good?
0: Mm, not really.
2: Me neither. Yeah. They're not. They're just not yeah. good. I don't
0: think anyone in that A- AFC West is all that good except for the Chiefs.
2: When I look around the rest, I think the rest of the
0: teams are very average is what I would say.
2: New England's got a rookie quarterback and they've got eight wins. Buffalo was the flavor of the month just a few weeks ago, and they've kind of fallen apart a little bit here. Miami's made a run all of a sudden, and granted, they're four and yeah, seven. But but they that, put together that's a few a wins. Uh, they're not that good. Baltimore, either. you can't really count on. You can't really trust Baltimore. Right, You're not sure. Right. Cincinnati's the wild card for me. I'm yeah, not really... I, I think
0: they're they they, they they're a young team still. So I think that they they kind of teeter back and forth a little bit. But I, I would lean towards more good than not good. Um, all right. And then in the NFC, like, I guess the Cowboys are good, although are I don't trust them. The Cowboys are at
2: home on Thanksgiving and they lose to the Raiders and they're good.
0: I mean, I guess they're good. They're like in the Cincinnati range to me. Yeah, they're all right. Um, Green Bay is good. Okay, I'll buy that. Green Bay is good. Uh, Tampa's good. Uh, Arizona is good. Like, for sure, those three teams are good. Okay,
2: How about the Rams? Are the Rams good? Not right now. I would agree. Let me ask you this question. At what point might Sean McVay find himself sitting on, you ready?
0: The hot seat. Oh, I don't know about that. I think you have to go, like, there's a long way before we get there. Like, you know, that's just me. But
2: Listen, um, the Rams got to get it straightened out here because I remember sure. us having this conversation a few weeks ago. Super about Bowl or bus? Schedule. Well, yeah. that's just it. Yeah. And, and if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, if you're Stan Kroenke, you're going to be thinking to yourself, wait a second here. So I did everything these guys wanted me to do. I found a way to get out of this Jared Goff contract because these guys told me Jared Goff's the problem. We went out and got Matthew Stafford. We made that work. Okay, I gave them Vaughn Miller in the middle of the season. I gave them Odell Beckham in the middle of the season. If we don't win and we don't make it to the Super Bowl this year in our home stadium, is it a failure? Because I think it is. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with you. Um, And if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, you might be looking at, at, at Sean McVay and saying, Okay, he got off to a really great start. He got us to a Super Bowl. We've done everything he's asked us to do, and we're not getting the results. Yeah, but the won. worst
0: thing you can do in the NFL is instability, and I think that you know McVay's resume doesn't, it doesn't one bat one underachieving season doesn't make you fire him. Like I think well, that's stupid. Well,
2: I, I would ignore, I would agree with that, and I don't think he's going to get fired either. But but you look at Pete Carroll, you realize how many people in Seattle right now are yeah, but Russell for Pete Wilson Carroll's hates firing?
0: him, and I think that's different.
2: Yeah, but the success that they've had on the Right, Pete but Russell, Peril, well, your
0: quarterback hates him. you got to pick between your quarterback and your coach. Who are you going to take? Well, normally I would take my okay, quarterback. Okay, you know what? Answer that on the other side. How about that? Do that on the other side. Plus, I want to get into um, USC. Lincoln Riley's here. Things are good. We need to talk about SC taking that next step. SC is finally here to play with the big boys again.
2: must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details
0: all right let's do this uh yeah let's do bon jovi first and then do hanukkah yeah. and then we can get into the other stuff um the usc stuff like you, this song plays keep it going lord this 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 song plays where do you go immediately in your head
2: Probably like 1991, 1992-ish.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm at a concert, Bon Jovi, Yeah, in Phoenix. I don't know in how Phoenix. I'm there, why I'm yeah. there. Don't even know why.
0: Yeah.
2: I was with these girls that I met. a young kid, fresh out of college, trying to make my way in the NFL. Yeah. And somebody hooked me up with a suite in Phoenix, and I saw Bon Jovi, and it was a religious experience. And it's not even this song. It it really is, I'm a cowboy on a steel horse I ride, and I'm wanted, dead or alive.
0: That's the song. You like that, Linz?
3: Great rendition.
0: I, I love how Laura's immediate reaction was. How? What did you say, Laura, in my ear? Oh, hell. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, it is the second night of Hanukkah. I could
0: break nothing, out. No, nothing says Bon Jovi like Young Guns 2.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember what the song was from Young Guns Sue though. Um, it was
0: you just sang it. No,
2: wasn't there? A, no, I don't think so. I, I feel like there was another song that was more associated with that movie than "You Give Love a Bad Name."
0: No, you just sang it a second ago. Oh, oh the blaze of boy.
2: Yeah, steel horse I ride. That's not
0: what it's called. It's called Blaze of Glory. <laughs> yeah, that's a different song. Blaze of Glory is a different song. Blaze of Glory.
2: I'm taking down in a blaze of glory.
0: Right, there's that.
2: Yeah, it's a different song.
0: Right. Oh, but different. the steel horse I ride is also part of Young Guns, isn't it?
2: I don't. I don't think so. No, I thought that was part of Slippery When Wet.
0: Wanted dead or alive.
2: Yeah, dead or alive. Yeah.
0: I'm pretty Great sure song. that was in that. Wanted. Yeah, wanted dinner alive was in Young Guns. Okay, well, you got me. It was I in the you? original. All right. No, it was part two. Yes, I was right. I'm looking at it right here. So Blaze both those songs were in were in Young Guns too. Oh, there you go. There you go. On a steel horse you ride. Yep. Because you're wanted. I've blown my alive. voice
2: out a few times singing this song. I can tell you that.
0: Oh, good lord! We could only be so lucky. Because <laughs> I've, I've gone.
2: Because I've gone all in. I have gone all in on this song a few times. Yeah, and uh, was blowing me. out my voice. Yeah, that
1: was me coming to the station, thinking that I I sing like you know Whitney, but I I really don't. <laughs> There's always that one song that gets you, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, I totally can sing and be a singer, and if you would hear it back, you're like, dang girl, please don't.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. people I meet. I love
2: yeah. Oh, dude, I could jam on this song right here.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Sometimes it tell me. Yeah, yeah. By the bottle you that you drink Yeah Sometimes when you're alone All you do is think Because I'm a cowboy On a steel horse I ride
0: Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. It. That's Someday I way.
3: would like yeah. to drive up next to you in traffic and just see you just totally. Oh man, that would oh. be awesome. <laughs> Dude, so
1: you know, great. What the hell? You'll know it's here? me. Don't judge those people, okay? I am
3: yeah. one of those people. Well, I do it too. I just think it'd be <laughs> yeah. funnier with Cap because yeah. he thinks he sounds so good.
0: Right. I you'll know, he know it's me. He sounds good. I'll you you feel like you lungs. probably could have been like a lead singer somewhere. Hundred
3: <laughs> percent. No doubt about it. You you would be like Creed 2.0. You know. You know. Busted
2: version. I'll tell you right now. You know, right,
0: right. You know, I created
2: my. No, no, no. You know what your name would be instead of
0: Scott Stapp? It would be Scott Stop.
2: (laughs) Well, if you pull up next to me, Lens, okay, and you see somebody in their car singing their ass off, playing air guitar, maybe some air drums, and then intermittently picking their nose. That's me. Okay, that's I'm gross. that
3: guy. TMI. Yeah, always got a TMI. Mm. You know. Do I really? Cap, yeah, I was don't gonna. Wanna... I want to hear you about you picking your nose. Oh,
1: nothing. I do that when I
3: drive. I
2: can't that's help
1: it. Gross, bro. Sorry. I was gonna have your back for once. I was gonna be like, "Yes, Cap, I love the confidence because that's me." I would be jamming in my car, thinking I could sing, and then you kill it with the picking of the nose.
2: It's just what mm. I do when I drive. That's a gross. lot of people do it.
1: No, <sighs>
0: no, no, they don't actually. no, no, no they don't. Okay. I literally drive all day, and I, I constantly am looking around at people, and I never really see anyone picking their nose. Maybe once in a blue moon I see something like that, but and it's not, a kid. Yeah, oh. right. Usually it's a, a child. Yeah. Oh.
2: Yes. it's probably my kid sitting in my passenger seat, and the two of us are picking our noses. Good Lord. Oh man.
0: <laughs> so anyway, um,
2: well, happy Hanukkah, George, and happy yes, Hanukkah, Lindsay. Wh- wh- what Laura. is uh,
0: what is Hanukkah like in the Kaplan household?
2: Right well, now? you know, last night we lit the menorah, we we yeah. sang our prayers. It was very yeah. nice. Yeah, uh, it was lovely. As a matter of fact, I'm a I'm a, I'm a bad dad though. Yeah. Because Hanukkah kind of snuck up on me. You know, the thing about Christmas is it's very consistent.
0: It's yeah, not you know, December... it's the twenty fifth. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah.
2: It ain't the twenty fourth one year, and the twenty sixth the next. It's always right. December twenty fifth. Hanukkah though, it yeah. can sneak up on you, and when yeah. Hanukkah comes, yeah. like. The day or the two or three, like right after Thanksgiving, yeah. I'm like sitting there saying to my kids, "Hey, kids, so uh, we're gonna light the candles and we're gonna say the prayers and stuff." But uh, as far as this whole Hanukkah gift giving thing, I'll uh, I'll get out the white fake
0: yeah. But Christmas I've been tree. told I, I've been told by my Jewish friends over the years that basically, like you, you get to a stage when you're a kid that they that's it, the gifts stop basically.
2: You know, my 21 year old son said that exact same thing to me today. He said, Dad, I'm 21. You don't have to give me toys. I said, okay, man. You got it. So, yeah. it's. uh, But tonight we'll light the the menorah yet again, night two of Hanukkah. Maybe make a little latkes. Perhaps we'll have a little game of dreidel. And uh, it'll be a lovely family thing, you know?
0: There you go. There you go. So uh, Happy did up, to
2: everybody celebrating.
0: Laura did bring up an interesting point that for Latinos, uh, the 24th. But the 24th, Christmas Eve is a big deal, mm. but also does not sneak up on you, though. Like, you, you know <laughs> it, it doesn't. Is, it it right. is the 24th, so there's that. Um, but
1: we get to Christmas.
0: Yeah. Uh, n- you know what snuck up on us was Lincoln Riley. Like Yesterday when that news Shot came him. out, like Shot I had to triple check it because the first person that reported it was not like the Bruce Feldman of the world. It was like some rando dude that I'm like, mm, who's this guy? And then when Feldman reported it, I was like, oh my God, USC pulled off a coup, man.
2: Yeah, it was a coup, George, because look, when, when a coach has a job and it's a big time job and Oklahoma's big time, yeah. Cincinnati is mid-major. If, if you would have told me they signed Luke Fickle from Cincinnati, I'd be like, yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Cincinnati's a nice stepping stone job. This guy's had a lot of success. He's ready to step up to the major leagues. Mm-hmm. But what USC did By going to Lincoln Riley and raiding Oklahoma, the headline I read was um, this will send shockwaves around college football, and 24 hours later, there's a report happening now that Brian Kelly is going to leave Notre Dame to go to LSU. Yeah, There's no question. What USC did started shockwaves around college football because guys usually don't leave Oklahoma or Notre Dame. They get fired, but they don't voluntarily leave to another job because... Those are kind of the that's sort of the top of the mountain,
0: you know, I I am curious to see because Lincoln Riley left because Brian Kelly's leaving Notre Dame, which, by the way, also has a ceiling. Like if Oklahoma has a ceiling and that seems to be the case, like they can't win the championship, right, because they just can't get past the SEC teams for the most part. And then they're going to the SEC like it's the right time to leave if you're him. Um, And SC is ripe for the picking, like the right coach is going to make that thing a juggernaut again. And I think he's that guy. I am curious, though, will he have an easier time if Mario Cristobal leaves? Because if Mario Cristobal stays, it's going to be a little bit of a battle. Sure, from a recruiting standpoint, both guys are amazing at it. But I I don't think it's a given Mario Cristobal stays at Oregon right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, we, we've had this conversation and you've said that, you know, you applaud USC for going outside of the family. But isn't it interesting that Miami, which is, you know, rumored to be looking at Mario Cristobal because that's where he played his college ball. He's coached there as well. They want to bring somebody back into the family that is one of their own. You right. know, that that's the thing about college football. And it's why, actually, I got to give you some credit, even though I hate to have to do it, is is you're right. Sometimes we, when I say we insiders, I mean people who who have an affection for a college football program because they played in it. We all want our guys to to be the coach, the next coach. You know, you laughed at me when I brought up Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio is a, a former USC great linebacker. He's had a terrific career as an NFL assistant coach. And, you know, you think about wanting to bring somebody home. Well, I applaud USC as well. They're thinking outside the box. Whereas Miami is thinking the way I
0: was thinking. Which well, is, but here's the difference. Like, Mario Cristobal is still young. Mario Cristobal is one of the best recruiters in the country, and he happens to be one of your guys. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, I, I, I don't think that that's just because he's in the family. I think that, you know, that's part of it, but I think it's also he's got a really, you know, he's got a great track record. Yes, a, he
2: does. But But if yeah. Mario Cristobal never played at Miami and never coached at Miami. Would Miami be saying, "Hey, look, we got to go maybe. to Oregon and get their guy?" Maybe. But I mean,
0: maybe. I think a lot of teams have looked at Mario Cristobal, right? Like well, there was there were stories about USC looking at Mario Cristobal. You know what I mean? Like
2: Well, I got to tell you what USC did here. The the way they were able to pull this off. Oh, incredible. Incredible. With incredible. nobody talking about the possibility yeah. of going yeah. after Oklahoma's cuz you kind of feel like he's hands off cuz he's got one of the best jobs in college football. Yeah. But to get him at 38 years old, uh, Mike Bone, my man, I know you're listening this afternoon. Boney. Mike I I, I got to give you credit, man. This is this is the this is the move of your career.
0: Yeah. i has uh, been agreed.
2: A, Yeah, and he's been they, an athletic director in Colorado. Is ba- S-
0: today is the day. Mark the date. He was introduced today, right? November 29th, 2021. USC is back today.
2: I'm marking my calendar right now. USC
0: is back. Okay, got it. Yep. yep. All right, Coming up next, you know what else is back? Big deal or no deal? That's coming up in two and a half minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles, and really
2: Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be.
0: Speaking of big deals, a big deal for you to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call my friends at Sam & Ash Injury Law at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000. Don't forget, say I Espanol. And you can visit them online at SamAndAshLaw.com. Linz, what do you got?
3: So we were just talking about the Raiders and their whole situation and whether or not they're winning against the Cowboys is, you know, a big deal or no deal. But Raiders owner Mark Davis, you know, he got a head start when it comes to hiring his next head coach. However, he has not yet begun to use it. Davis has not launched a a coaching search to fill up the job that opened up on October 11th, according to Jason LaConfora of CBS Sports. Davis, per the report, actually has rebuffed inquiries from many interested parties. Is Mark Davis not yet beginning the head coaching search for the Raiders a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Um
0: it's an interesting question. We are eleven weeks into this season. Um yeah, I would say it's about time to start looking, right? Like, I know I know that a lot of teams are bunched up. There's still a lot of teams in the playoff chase, but you should have a list. Honestly, you should have a list even if John Gruden was still the coach, right? Like if you had to let him go, I always feel like if you have a job, right? Um, and I'll equate it to this this business, right? Like in radio, I've had like PDs call me and be like, "Hey, man, um, I gotta get rid of such and such, or I just got rid of such and such. You know, do you have someone for this slot for me?" I'm like, "You don't have like a list of five people you can just call like immediately for that job that like you've been scouting for years." They're like, "No," and I, I I'm I'm like always surprised by how ill prepared people are for. Uh, anything like I m- maybe it's just because I, I like to think out ahead sometimes but I'm always prepared for that kind of like stuff like look there are gonna be stuff you're not prepared for but you know coaches get recycled pretty you know <laughs> pretty easily <laughs> even a guy who got a 10-year uh you know contract like you'd have to think he may not see the whole thing right so yeah that is a big deal and that's I think negligence really by the owner
2: You think Lincoln Riley was prepared? Like, do you really think that there were some conversations going on behind the scenes for weeks where Lincoln Riley was thinking about SC and they were all able to keep it quiet? Or do you think it really, really just popped up like, okay, their regular season is over. Let's see if we can get a Zoom call with. Oh, no, look,
0: I'm sure they reached out to his agent. Like, I don't think that they did that. Like, you know, they might have been the first time they spoke to him about it. But of course they were talking to his agent. (laughs)
2: Think about how fast that went down, though. Now, back to the Raider question. You know, Lindsey, I I think it is a big deal that Mark Davis does not currently have a list of potential head coaching candidates. And this is why. Because he knew that he was paying John Gruden way too much. Mark Davis tried to get John Gruden and the Raiders back to who they were when he was their coach. And as we have seen with USC, it really doesn't work out. So I think that he's looking at a guy like Rich Pisaccio, who's the interim head coach, thinking... Maybe we should only pay two or three million for a head coach because we're kind of getting similar or better than results. Correct. to pay somebody ten million dollars a year for to coach my football team.
3: Well, I mean, if he's all if he's already rebuffing inquiries from many interested parties, you know, obviously he's got to have some kind of idea in his head, right?
0: Well, I mean, Mark Davis or is or probably Scott's right. He's bar. just going to go cheap because he's yeah. overpaid for a coach.
2: Yeah, right. Point. He could be sitting at the bar. Having his General Sow's chicken or however you pronounce that from uh, P.F. Chang's, which is where he likes to hang out, sitting there wearing his white P.F. Chang's turtle. is
0: really good, though. I know it's not Chang's authentic or whatever, oh, I like but it. It, I don't if care, you authentic. need just like I, I know it's not authentic, and I and I, I, I get all that. But if you just need like a quick meal that's going to be decent, like like solid, like that's not a bad place to go.
2: Dude, I haven't been to a P.F. Chang's in ages, and it sounds great. I want
0: to go there immediately.
3: Me too. Maybe I'll get that for dinner on my way home.
0: No, oh, we're doing uh, Greek pitas today. Great pitos.
3: P.F. Chang's for me. All right, so next one. uh, Knicks coach Tom Thibodeau is removing guard Kemba Walker from not only the team's starting lineup, but also the rotation as a whole, beginning with tomorrow's showdown with the crosstown rival Nets in Brooklyn. Thibodeau told reporters today that despite him viewing Walker as a starter, he, quote, has to do what he thinks is best for the team. Walker, a four-time All-Star and New York City basketball legend, returned home this past summer on a two-year $20 million deal. Is benching a star player like Kemba Walker a big deal or no deal, Cap?
2: I'd say it's a big deal in today's NBA, and mostly because I perceive the players to be in more control than the coaches. And I, I would just right away equate it to Frank Vogel, who a lot of people are blaming for this 11-11 and 11 start. And I just don't think Frank Vogel has the clout, if you will, to bench somebody, especially if that person was a star player. I mean, he can't get Anthony Davis to play center for all intent and purposes. So I think when a when a coach benches a star for the good of the team, I do think it's a big deal.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go no deal. Kemba Walker hasn't been good in two years. He's been hurt a ton, and he oh hasn't that been part a, of it yeah I forgot he, about he, all that. He hasn't really been a star for a while either. <laughs> um, it was a nice story him going back to New York. Maybe he could get kind of a renaissance. Um, but you know. Tibbs is is no nonsense, man. So, not a surprise. Don't it's you think no it's crazy
3: though that he's just going to he's not going to play him at all. He's going to take him on the I mean, he's not good.
0: Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like he's not good. So.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Good he's
0: not like even an average NBA player at the moment. So.
2: Oh, well then everything I said forget. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I'm with yours. He's
3: been bad. <laughs> All right, next one. So, sucks. Guy's terrible. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey is stepping down for the second time since he founded the company, Twitter yeah. announced today. Dorsey will be replaced by current CTO Parag Agrawal. The mm-hmm. announcement ends Dorsey's uneven six-year second stint as Twitter CEO. He co-founded the company in 2006 and was its CEO for much of that period between then and 2008. He then returned in 2015 to be their CEO. And since then, he's made Twitter a profitable company and a cultural social media powerhouse. Mm -hmm. Is Jack Dorsey leaving Twitter a big deal or no deal, Sedano?
0: I mean, it's a big deal because the guy who founded the thing is gone. But I'll say this. Some guys are really good at creating stuff, right? And not dealing with CEO stuff. And CEO stuff is really tedious, man. It is. It's really tedious. It's you got to be on investor calls. You got to deal with all this no, so many things have to come across your desk every single damn day. It it's it's great until you have to until you have to realize all the stuff you have to do. That's not the fun you thought you were getting into. And when you're creating something and it's new and it's popping and people are talking about it, it's awesome. But then eventually the work settles in. Like and it's not what I, I feel like he likes, I feel like he likes the creative aspect of it. So I'm not surprised. Plus, he owns another company in Square that is blowing up right now, and I would imagine he's going to focus a lot of his attention on that.
2: Well, that's what he said. And remember, you know, this is the second time Dorsey's leaving Twitter, but the first time, as I recall, he was fired, not exactly on his own decision. This time, it seems like he's making up his own mind. George, you guys will love this. Lindsay, you too, because he says that he's planning on concentrating on Square because of the cryptocurrency possibilities with yes. Square. Bottom line with with Jack Dorsey is this. Um, Jack is given a lot of credit for Twitter's success. But the reality is it really wasn't Jack Dorsey, the visionary, who was creating all of the success. It was the users themselves. Like Nobody at Twitter was like, hey, here's an idea. Let's take the number sign, let's call it a hashtag, and let's have people put things after the number sign, and that's something that we should put out there as a feature. They didn't come up with that. That happened very organically. That was user-generated. So to me, it's it's really not that big of a deal because I don't think Jack Dorsey was was quite as involved, to George's point. When you're the CEO, you're the head coach. You've got to deal with recruiting. You've got to deal with boosters. You know, You're dealing with investors. You're not dealing with the creative side anymore. So I, I'm going to say no deal on Jack Dorsey.
3: All right. Plus, that. he's
2: annoying. Like in an Elon Musk kind of a way, mm-hmm. he's annoying.
3: All I know is that I, I think that he's a very generous human being. I've heard some yeah. stories from friends that have waited on him at nearby restaurants, and he is an extremely generous human being. So I hope he keeps doing that.
2: Good tipper. That's good. Yeah. That's yeah. a good. That's a good
3: quality. Yep. Yeah. So speaking of social media, the yeah.
0: social- by the way, the guy who did invent hashtags was was on Twitter staff. It wasn't like user generated. He he happened to see it on other social media platforms, but it wasn't like, uh, but it, but it wasn't like a user on Twitter did it. And then all of a sudden, it became a thing. Like they had to have of written into the code that it would become a thing. So it it had to be done by Twitter.
3: Okay. He stands corrected. Uh, Well, not really, but I'll just say okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. We won't. I mean, what do you mean,
2: not really? Like they had to write it into the code for it to work that way. I'm well aware of of things um, having to be written into code, but believe it or not, George, I don't know how much you know about code writing and software development, but sometimes stuff just kind of happens. On its own,
0: unintentionally. Well, I've read the story though. The guy who worked for Twitter, his name was Chris Messina. He saw it on like a bunch of different other social media platforms that weren't a big deal um, at the time, like Flickr. And he's like, "Yo, we should steal that." Like that was basically the the deal.
2: Well, that's precisely what I'm saying. Is that Jack Dorsey and Twitter didn't come up with the hashtag. It happened very organically elsewhere, and then they they went ahead and, and installed it, if you will. But it's not like something like Twitter's like, hey, we got this idea. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, I don't think it's a big deal that Jack Dorsey's leaving because I don't think he really has his hands I mean, on the ball. I mean, it sounds like much. you
0: think it's a big deal. You're getting all worked no, up. No, actually, no, you not did, a big did. deal
2: at all. You did get worked up over that. that. Yeah. Yep. Well, I find him annoying. I find Jack Dorsey annoying. Okay.
0: All right, Why uh-huh. do you find him annoying and not Elon Musk?
2: I, You know, all. Well, I find Elon Musk not annoying. I find Elon, Elon Musk to be um, insincere and disingenuous. See okay. the difference?
0: Okay. Okay. Anyway, because I've rolling. never heard you use the word annoying with him, and he is annoying.
2: I would agree with that, yeah. but oh, disingenuous okay. to me as well.
0: Disingenuous? Wow. Um, yeah. Hmm. yeah. You know what? I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> push back on that one either. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Real, real quick here. Oh, we got one more. Go ahead. Go, just,
3: go ahead. Just because I want your guys' opinion on this, I yeah. know. Sorry, you Kiki. Know, Cle- Cleveland, Cleveland fan and me. I'll do this oh, one quickly. Here we go the, the social in the social one. media accounts of parents continues to be a cloud that just won't go away for the browns. First, you know, it was Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad posting low lights of Baker Mayfield at the trade deadline and now after last night's loss to the Ravens, it's the father of running back Kareem Hunt. Hunt Sr. echoed a concern from the fan base that's building with each passing week, how Mayfield's health is impacting his effectiveness. I agree. Here's a little snippet of what he said. Quote, now I'm getting people on my Facebook saying I'm being like OBJ daddy and I'm not stating facts on football. And what we see, he's limping. He's scared to throw the ball and they know he's hurt. I'm not jeopardizing nothing. I got a right to speak. I ain't posting no videos. Have a good day. Go Browns. Hopefully. Uh, Is this whole post thing? A big deal or no deal, Cap?
2: I'm going to say it's no deal, but I agree with Kareem Hunt Sr. Because I was thinking the same thing last night. Baker Mayfield's limping. His shoulder is getting ready or his arm's getting ready to fall off of his body. Um, I would think that Case Keenum, 100% of Case Keenum, is better than 70% of Baker Mayfield. And I thought to myself watching this game last night, why don't they just say to him, Baker, you're hurt. Let's give the team the best chance to win. Let's go to the backup. I don't know why they didn't. Why they didn't do that?
0: Uh, well, your boy Stefanski didn't want him. He didn't want to go with his with his guy. By the way, like I mean, the backup is his chosen backup. Um, but I, I don't know, man. Like it, it's a tough spot for him. Uh, he's clearly busted up. Like yeah, I would have for his own good. I think sometimes you have to tell guys, hey man, like settle down. We can't play. You. I know you're you're trying to tough it out. But let's be real, you're not helping the team. And you have to have those hard conversations. Kind of like we were talking about with Sean McVay. He's going to have to have our c- hard conversation with Matthew Stafford and his guy Raheem Morris. Like, I think those are things you have to do as a head coach.
2: All right, so listen, where's my man Sedano? What just happened
3: here? Did I just miss something?
0: I think,
1: I
3: think he just needed like a drink of water or something.
2: Lynn's, no, okay. he, no? Needed
1: to, he needed to go check on Mateo really quick. Okay, all right, very good.
2: So mm-hmm. we're back on the air. Right. I just want to make sure because I'm—I I didn't hear any music. I didn't hear anything coming back in. So good, we're back on the
3: air.
1: Oh, hey, that—that say- that was a—that was a me. That was my bad. Oh, don't worry That's my B. Well, oh, I used it. My B. The—the
3: the rejoin was about how you think you were surprised to hear that the game is only one person. It's his birthday today.
2: Oh
1: really? Wait, he didn't is- know the game
2: was. Where was I? Wait, the game is one guy. Yeah, he's a rapper. Oh. Today's his oh. birthday. Happy you birthday, it was a group. The game? <sighs> Do I call him The Game or do I call him Game? Like, yo, what up, Game? Or do I like, yo, what's <laughs> up, the Game? You call him The Game. You're
3: not going to see him, so I don't
1: think if you need you to you
2: worry never. about that.
1: If you knew him, you could probably call him Game. But because yeah. you don't, you call him The Game.
2: Okay, okay, got it, got it. So if I run into him at a Laker game, I'm like, yo, what's up, Game? No. And then he's like, no, 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 excuse me, it's The Game.
3: Yes, correct. So. My, my question for you is, you know, he raps a lot with uh, 50 Cent. What would you call him if you saw him? 50. 50? 50? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I no, thought. No, that's no, what I thought. That's
2: what you just said. That, you just said,
3: said, you know, said he raps 50. a lot with 50 cent. I, I was said like, 50. Wait,
2: no, you didn't say 50. You said 50. You said F-I-F-T-Y. You said I F-I-F-T-Y. I said 50 No, cent.
3: you,
2: no, 50. Okay, I was just curious as to what 50. you would call him because. <laughs> if, I saw, if I saw 50 cent, I'd be like, yo, what up, 50 cent?
3: No, you would say fifty. <laughs> no, no, no.
2: Hello. No, what is up?
3: 50 cent? What no, no, no. One? That's what wilding. Lindsay said. Lindsay, admit it. You said fifty with an F. Play it back, Laura. 50 I did with not. A D. <laughs> Let me get this. Uh She's so sick fifty. 50 fifty cent are you wildin' tonight? You hear? There she is again. Fifty cent. Wilding. That's my impression of you. Mm.
2: No, man. I'm I'm way more down than you think. I'd be like, yo, what up, 50? How you living, All dog? Right, okay. Yeah. What's good? What's poppin'? What's crack that's what I would say. Who talks like that? I do sometimes when I run into Fifty Cent. Because you know you got to be down like that, George. You know, got to be cool. You know, got to speak the language, young people.
0: You Even know what language is really being fitting. spoken in sports today? Tell money. Me. Yeah. Brian Kelly, hundred million dollars, ten years to go to LSU.
2: Wow! Wow! A hundred million bucks.
0: Yeah.
3: Damn. You know,
2: it's That's the going rate now. If you
0: want to play big time college football, you're gonna to have to pay your coach ten years, hundred million. That's a yeah. lot
3: more than fifty cent.
2: Yeah, that is a lot more. Correct. Um, my
3: my question for you is, you know, he raps a lot with a uh, fifty cent. See, there you Thank go. Thank you. I said fifty cent. Right, fifty. That's no, what said, 50. okay,
2: whatever. You're you're deaf, clearly. No, not not deaf. Um, although I am hard of hearing, I will admit that.
3: But I mean, fiddy, fiddy. It's not fitty, like fiddy like f i d d y. That's not sure his fiddy. Fifty. Fifty. Not How fifty. Spell How do you spell it? Do you spell it P-H-I-F-T-I? Okay, I'm going to stop having this conversation now.
2: <laughs> $100 million. You think Notre Dame said to him, hey, look, hold on. Don't go anywhere. We'll give you $100 million. Or do you think Notre Dame was like, go ahead. Same with Oklahoma. You think Oklahoma said to Lincoln Riley, like, hey, hey hold on a second. Hold on. Let me think about this math for a second here. Ten years, $110 million, buy your houses, buy you a new house, and give you our private jet.
0: No, yeah, we'll I, I think they feel like we're Oklahoma. We don't need to do all that stuff. Right. And well, I think Notre Dame probably feels the same way.
2: And you know what? They may be right.
0: Uh, really? I mean, yeah, Notre be- Dame can't win a national championship, dude. Like that they is can't. True. They're that, not that, good enough.
2: That, that is true. They have not won a national championship. In so, Notre like, Dame. Brian
0: Kelly's ceiling has been hit there. Uh uh, I think the ceiling at Oklahoma's been hit there. And I think that it's only going to get tougher when they go to the SEC, you know? Well,
2: I think that's probably would be my guess. What Lincoln Riley was thinking to himself was like, look, um, we've been there. We've been close. We've been in the playoff. We haven't won it. It doesn't mean that we won't win it in the future. He's a young guy. But, you know, we're going to the SEC where we're going to see Alabama and Georgia and LSU and Florida. We're going to see all these teams every year. That's a whole different world. You know, I go to SC. I can go to, out to USC, play in the Pac 12, and who do I really have to worry about? Oregon, UCLA, Washington. I mean, Maybe who am Oregon I really, really State, worried about?
0: Right. Yeah. Nobody really, other than Oregon. I and mean, Utah. Oregon, Utah's good.
2: Yeah. I mean, Oregon got spanked by Utah.
0: Yeah. Oregon and Utah are good.
2: Yeah. But listen, I, I think you're right. I think that Oklahoma is arrogant enough. And probably egotistical enough to go screw him. He's leaving us for them. We'll be fine. We don't need to hire a coach for 110 million dollars a year.
0: And I would think. And then Bob Stoops gets there in front of a you know a microphone and says all the right things, and everyone's all excited, and we love Bob, and Bob's going to coach the bowl game and all that stuff. And you know, I I get it, but you know, look, Oklahoma will always get good players, um, but you know, we've seen you know, we've seen that there's a ceiling there. Like, I just don't think you can win a championship there. Um, I I, I just, I don't know. I don't don't think, maybe the move to the SEC surprises me, but I just don't think you can win a championship there right now. Now, granted, if things break your way, right, like a bunch of injuries, right, like some crazy games and losses, maybe, but like, man, like they've been there four times under Lincoln Riley, by the way, (laughs) and and fell short every time, including the fact that he had a bunch of great quarterbacks, and, you know, it, it, it didn't work. Um, but
2: they did so. get there, which, you know, listen. Well, it's more than, than
0: SC can say, that's for sure, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, Alabama's been there, Clemson's been there, Oklahoma's been there. I mean, th- these are the teams that have been there practically, it seems, every year since the college football playoff started. You know, so he's been there, and you can't win it if you're but not But if he's it.
0: telling you he's walking away from that, doesn't that tell you that they've hit a ceiling?
2: Um, You know, George, not exactly it really? kind of tells me it kind of tells me that usc threw so much money at him that even that football coach loyalty mentality this is my team this is my university these are my players these are my recruits oh my god 110 million dollars yeah screw all these guys i'm coming i'll be there when's yeah. the plane okay good i'll be there yeah. you got it
0: um, real quick before we move on today um i i meant to talk about this way earlier i completely forgot and thank you for reminding me uh guys um so I want we, we you know we mess with Mason all the time here, but I want to take a shot at Bergman today. Bergman really did something that I thought was not so nice to Mason, and if I'm Mason, I would be upset today. And my guess is he was upset. Can you play this audio from when he they started the show today? Now he started solo because Momo was busy doing something and John was off today. Play this audio real quick. Something has happened to Matthew Stafford in these last three weeks. What what are we? What music are we playing here? Sad music. <laughs> Screw you. Screw you. <laughs> so they're playing snoring sounds, which by the way, doing a show solo is hard. And especially and I've done a ton of them over the years. Um and, and if you, you weren't expecting to do one, it's even harder. Uh so you know what? Bergman. All right, corporate Bergman. You don't know what it's like to have to sit there and do that unannounced, okay? So I'm going to get, for all the grief I give Mason, I'm giving Mason some love today. He didn't deserve that.
2: I can't even believe that they did that. I mean, come on. Steve Mason hasn't earned the respect from these guys to, to be like, hey, look, you know, Momo's coming on today. By the way, does John Ireland still work at 710 or does he not work at 710 anymore? Because the guy he does. doesn't He's come awesome. on the air at all anymore. Awesome. Yeah. And my son, who is a, an avid 710 listener, is like, yep. dude, Where's Ireland? Does he not yeah. do the show yeah. when it's Lakers season? Yeah. Well,
0: find know. out tomorrow if Ireland will be there on Mason and Ireland, beginning at one o'clock. Again, it all starts with uh, Keyshawn, uh, Jay Will, and Max, Travis, and Sliwa, Mason, Ireland, and then us. All right, we're done here, Cap. Great job by you. Great
2: job, man. Great Lindsay job today,
0: and Laura, we will talk to you mañana.